Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parentingpodcast. As they get older, one of the main questions your children are going to ask is, do I belong? Uh, Peer pressure can become a dangerous force in your child's life if he or she is desperate for acceptance from friends and can't do that in a healthy way. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who's head of our parenting and youth team here at Focus on the Family. And Danny, it seems much easier for kids to resist peer pressure if they have some strong sense of belonging in the family. That's not 100%, but it seems like that's a good uh, preventer of some of that inability to uh, resist peer pressure. What's your advice for parents to help their children feel loved and accepted in the home? Yeah, and you're absolutely right, John. The family secure base, that base for a child, makes a huge difference on a child handling adversity, uh, pressures, temptations. Uh, it begins in the home, and I can't overemphasize that. That The Bible says that, research points to that, so our homes are very, very important. And it's, it's about having intentional moments with our children, intentionally looking at what they're interested in, intentionally entering conversations. One thing that we've done in our house uh, that I love is the high five. You, you talk about five things that you've observed in your child that are not behaviors. They're about who they're created to be. Or not about what they're doing, but about what you observe unique in them. I love your smile. I love your laughter. I love your ideas. Things that are unique to that child. And maybe if you can point specific ones, that's fantastic. That's the high five. Sometimes my children will say, hey, can we do a high 10? <laughs> and still, as teenagers, they enjoy they the need high that. five. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they, they probably wouldn't admit that in front of their friends. But in, in their bedroom, before they go to bed, I go, hey, let's have a high five. And they love that because it's something they can reflect on at night. We get to help them discover their identity in Christ, but it's a process that lasts a lifetime. And we get a short amount of time to help them begin to discover Hmm. who they are in Christ, including failures, including growth. It's not about what you do. It's about who you are. And out of that, you do. I appreciate that. And uh, let's go ahead now and hear a conversation that Focus President Jim Daly and I had with Jonathan Catherman and his two sons. The boys shared how they found friends and dealt with peer pressure in middle school. One of the things that I remember uh, seeing in the book is that you had a group that you called the squad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was pretty important to you. Yeah, I liked that friend group. And then after a while, kind of everybody just split off. And How did you form, though? I mean, what's the genesis of that? So, um... It was just a bunch of people with similar likings, and then I uh, met one person from the squad, and then I kind of got, like, grouped in, and then it just grew from there. started out with, like, five people and grew to, like, almost 16 mm-hmm. amount. And, yeah, it just went from there. And then in the end of, like, eighth grade, middle way through eighth grade, it kind of just split off because everybody had different classes. and Yeah, but that's a tribe yeah. that you get to be a part of, yeah. particularly important as you enter middle school. Jonathan, how much intentionality did you and your wife apply to the friend development side? I mean, these are the pillow talks parents have about. Do, right, you, do, right. you, know, do you know the friend Reed has? Aren't you worried about him? I mean, have you noticed what he says and does over at our house? <laughs> okay, so, so Jonathan, to that come point, on, you yeah, got to do something. Point. Here's something Eric and I did when the boys were still in elementary school. We started telling them things that, that we knew would stick, and one day would, would, they'd have to contemplate. One of the phrases we say is, be more influential than you are easily influenced. Hmm. And I would believe the best compliment a parent could hear would say, 
will you have your child spend more time with my son, my daughter, because your child will be a good influence on him. I've never quite understood. I don't want you hanging out with little Tommy over here because he's a bad influence. Sorry, but his name's Tommy. (laughs) No, but I I don't want you hanging out with that kid because he's a bad influence. Basically, I've just told my sons, that other child, that other middle schooler is more influential on you than you are on yourself and more influential on you than we can be. So I gave them the power. Mm -hmm. Be more influential than you are easily influenced. That means you can be friends with anybody. Right. I like that. And possibly influence them for the positive. Mm -hmm. And did that work out for you guys? How did you apply that? When did that light come on that, okay, I get what dad's telling me? The way that they they raised us with those uh, sayings, it just helped us find people who were – like who were kind of close to what we liked like i like theater in middle school so i found people like that but i also wasn't afraid of like oh are they into something different or something that's a little bit sketchy no i can influence them more than I, they will influence me i won't do anything that i would not want my parents to not see or that i wouldn't want my parents to not hear me do like i would want to do or what i'm trying to say is like I would do anything with my friends that I would do with my family, you know. Right. I wouldn't want so them to you be wouldn't do anything that you wouldn't do with your yeah. fa- with your family yeah. watching. Yeah. I mean, that's a good yeah. axiom, and that's a good rule of thumb to follow. Yeah. Did you always follow it? Uh, I <laughs> so. yeah. 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 Did you always follow it? Pretty much, yeah. You know, it's just sometimes those are difficult spots. And yeah. in junior high, what typically uh, young people lack is the confidence to be that influencer. So, Jonathan, as a father, how how could you, even in addition to what you said, which is one thing, half the time, and I don't know about you boys, but half the time you're not even sure your sixth grade or seventh grader is actually listening. You know, they're doing right. something else and you think they're hearing you. But I'm, you know, on behalf of many parents that are having these discussions with them, sometimes it sounds like a lecture and they kind of mm-hmm. turn off rather than a dialogue. Is, is that fair, Cole? Uh, that's fair. Sometimes. You're reacting to yeah. that? <laughs> okay. Sometimes it's like I'm in a bad mood or something. I don't want to listen to what he has to say, but it's usually important. But it's just kind of going in one year and out the other, and that's why you kind of have to repeat it sometimes. Even yeah. if it gets annoying, it's still in there somehow. And then mm-hmm. you remember that, and it's how, how, Let me ask you guys this question. How, as young people, and, you know, fresh off of the junior high experience, I mean, you're 15, mm-hmm. so that's not long ago. No. What would you say in coaching parents, how can we do a better job communicating? Yeah, I think that, like, you got to uh, communicate to your child or to your middle schooler through love and understanding and like understand where they are talk to them ask them or instead of saying go do your homework or go read your book you you know ask them how can i help you you know uh what's what's giving you some troubles do you need help with that you know yeah, yeah. that's good advice well, that is some good advice and danny um let's play out a little scenario here let's say my kids have some friends who are really pretty apparently a bad influence right um, should I intervene? Should I, I, how do I handle that? And I guess it's probably different depending on the age of the kids, right? Well, it's always good to intervene. It's always good to step in and just say, I'm concerned about this because it's not bad to, especially if you have a good relationship with your child. If you don't, you still can say, son or, or daughter, I, I love you tremendously no matter what, and you know that. And that's how you begin. In the home of a culture where you, you are okay saying, I love you, mm-hmm. that's important to start with that. And then to say, I'm concerned about the influence because as humans, we're contagious to one another, not only with sicknesses and all that, 
but with our emotions, with our spiritual world. And I'm just not seeing uh, a good fruit in the friends you're hanging out with. And this is what I've been seeing as an influence in your life. And I'm worried about you. Mm -hmm. So uh, what if my child says thanks, but no thanks? Then you have to step in and help them figure out some boundaries, uh, some needed boundaries. And it may require conflict. It may require some counseling. I'm sorry, did you say it may require conflict? Yeah, it may require some conflict. I mean, you know? most of us don't want <laughs> conflict with our kids. Yeah, healthy conflict. You have to step into that because you're in disagreement. And this is the child, you're the parent. And you're there to guide your child. And there's a lot at stake there. There's real estate of your child's mind mm -hmm. at stake. And if your child sees that you're willing to step in with respect, with love, with confidence, that you don't want to see them go down this road and, and maybe have them step back and just observe. What, what is it about your friends that you love? What do they bring to you? Because I can see what they're taking. Hmm. And what are they bringing that you're needing so desperately? Because it's also creating a division with us and that sends a red flag for me. Why would it do that? Hmm. And as you ask questions, your teenager will ask those questions, even if they don't respond in that moment. So give them space to think it through. And is it okay even to say, get back to me on that tomorrow? That's okay. And just know that you'll probably need to, if it's real bad influence, let's say drugs, yeah. alcohol, high-risk behaviors, you may need to say, you're not going to be spending time with those friends. And if we need to... If, if it's something you need to talk through, we can go uh, meet with a counselor. That's an option we have to talk this through. So it's somebody neutral that can listen to where we're at and give us some guidance. I'm willing to do that. Or we can talk to a pastor. But this isn't up for negotiation between us. Hmm. I'm, I'm here as a parent because I love you and I'd, I would die for you. And I need you to understand that. And right now I see this as an influence that can take you the wrong direction. Hmm. Well, uh, parenting is never easy. Uh, the middle school years are particularly hard, and for that reason, we've enjoyed having Jonathan and his boys uh, in this episode, and we do recommend uh, the book that they wrote called The Manual to Middle School, the Do This, Not That Survival Guide for Guys. We'll send that book to you along with a CD of the broadcast conversation Jim and I had with them uh, when you make a donation of any amount to Focus on the Family today. You can do so online or when you call, and we've got the details in the episode notes. And just know that that book and CD, the bundle, is our way of saying thanks for being a part of the support team. And at our website, you can sign up to receive our free video series, Preparing Your Kids for the Teen Years. Uh, these videos are available at no cost, thanks to generous supporters of Focus on the Family. Find out more about the book and CD or the video series at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash ParentingPodcast. Next time, we'll hear about helping your son build healthy confidence. And for now, I'm John Fuller on behalf of Danny Huerta and the team. Thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm -hmm.